Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. is the pilot episode of Holy Shenanigans podcast with yours truly, Tara Lamont Eastman. I dedicate this episode to the memory of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She once said, my mother told me to be a lady and for her that meant to be your own person, be independent. May her memory be a blessing and may her words and her life encourage us to always be our own person. of Holy Shenanigans. This podcast is a place for storytelling about moments of spiritual clarity in daily life. These stories are about experiences that surprise, encourage, challenge, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. I'm your host muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a woman, and a pastor. Yes, a pastor. In this podcast, we'll wrestle with some big ideas and lots of questions. In this podcast, we'll laugh and unpack the strange coincidences in life that probably aren't coincidences. The thread of my conversation is part Bible story, part real life experience, part poetry, and 100% holy shenanigans. This is your invitation to join me on an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. There's a story in the Bible about a conversation between Jesus and a woman, specifically a Canaanite woman. Jesus in this account doesn't first behave in the Jesus-like way that I love. When the Canaanite woman comes to him for help, he brushes her off and goes so far to call her a dog. Yes, a dog. Really, Jesus? The woman is not put off by his comment, and she persists. She challenges Jesus to see that even dogs eat crumbs that fall from their master's table. 
These words work like a key in the part of Jesus' heart that needed to be unlocked. Before this conversation, Jesus thought he knew who he was called to serve. But this woman, from a community that was historically estranged with Jesus' people, called him out. The woman taught Jesus something new. It's hard to see Jesus in this awkward light more human than holy. The story breaks open the idea that God is up to some holy shenanigans. Jesus takes a lesson from the woman calling out for equality, justice, and healing. The woman agitates. She shakes things up so that Jesus takes up his calling to shake things up too. I insist the agitating actions of the Canaanite woman not only taught Jesus something new, but her actions lifted up an important truth, that love is greater than all the things that try to divide us. This woman's agitation, her actions, her interruptions remind me of a few holy interruptions that helped me to see that the writing on the page of my life has not yet dried. There's space for something new, something challenging. There's space for something new and challenging for you as well. There is room for holy shenanigans. There once was a spider called distraction or dis for short. I met this friendly spider sitting outside on a beautiful spring day. I was focused. I was ready I was going to fill my notebook with all sorts of important words for people to read and to love. But as I continued to try to write, the spider would crawl across my page. I'd stop and kind of brush the spider gently aside. And I'd start to write again with more intention and more focus and more, well, angst. And the spider would show back up again. I'd write and dis would interrupt. I'd pause and write, and dis would interrupt. When eventually I kind of gave up and said, I'll just write down a little story about dis, the spider. And as I wrote down these words about distraction, the spider seemed content and scampered off to be remembered in the pages of my notebook. This distraction from something I thought was so important reminds me that distractions are holy shenanigans moments. Speaking of distractions, I went to a prayer vigil several weeks ago, and at this prayer vigil, our focus was to pray for justice and peace in our city. People will come to these prayer vigils pretty loosely organized, but we wear our face masks, we physically distance. We meet in different parts of the city, different parts where there's been different incidences of violence, and we pray for peace in that space. The people that gather pray and hold space for hope and for peace. It's an eclectic bunch of people that gather for these prayer vigils. Some are religious, some are not. But what all of us have in common is a desire for peace and hope and love in our community. One particular day, There was a new person that distracted me because they were not part of the regular cast of characters in that circle of prayer. They came into the space with boldness. 
They shared their opinions and their thoughts with authority and strength. The power with which he spoke unsettled me. In a space that I assumed would be quiet and peaceful and calm, entered a voice of distraction, a voice of hurt, a voice of hope, and eventually a voice exhausted, collapsing onto the hot pavement. The distraction of this experience was not just one that I heard, but it's one that I saw. The man who collapsed on the pavement, weeping, had a small knit hat on the top of his head. What was so peculiar about this knit hat is that it was the adult version of a little hat that my grandson wore when he was about six months old. The vision of my chubby-faced, twinkly-eyed grandson with that floppy-knit hat filled my heart with warmth. And then I looked at the man collapsed on the ground, lamenting. I thought, he is someone's beloved. He is someone's son. He is someone whose heart fills with warmth when they remember his twinkling eyes and his smiling face. The distraction of a knit hat reminded me of love. Love I have for my grandson and love I am called to give and share with my neighbor. Love will use whatever distraction it needs to get our attention, to open our eyes, to see, to call us, to pause, to hear the message of love that is right in front of us. Love got Jesus' attention through the voice of the Canaanite woman. Love got my attention through a spider. And love got my attention through the powerful, hopeful, lamenting voice of a man wearing a knit hat on a hot summer day. In today's Jesus story, the woman is the hero. In my experience with Dis the Spider and the powerful agitation for justice from the man on the street in the knit hat, we all need to learn to listen and to live the truth that love is greater than all the things that try to divide us. And if Jesus needed to learn something new, I can assume that I need to learn some new things, too. When I was in fourth grade, my teacher, Mrs. H., connected me to the practice of writing poems. Now, there is a lot I can say about how this all came about, but that story is for a holy shenanigans another day. However, the poems and prose helped me to capture feelings and thoughts in a way like nothing else can. So to cap off this pilot episode of Holy Shenanigans, I share a poem about a woman, a man, and a spider. To learn something new, we have to admit that we have more to learn, that we don't know it all. In fact, we might not know much at all. Can we listen to a woman speaking truth to power? Will we pause to watch a spider distract us from what is to the things that actually need to be? Will we hear a proclamation of love from a man of color whose experience I can't know? Will we find a voice, turn up the volume, and speak up and out for love? 
Maybe then, most certainly then, real faith, real hope, and real love can get the air they need to live. Love gets space to grow when we take the position of student and live into the truth. There is so much more to learn. And then there is a new life. Love becomes reality when we listen, when we learn, and when we admit that we don't have the answer yet. This is Holy Shenanigans, and I'm your muse host, Tara Lamont Eastman, meandering through life and finding sacred connections that are never stuffy. This podcast is in its very first episode, Holy Shenanigans. If you would be so kind to join us in making some holy shenanigans, like, rate, follow, and share, so that more people can join us in the sacred mischief that is holy shenanigans. Keep watch wherever you find your podcasts for a brand new episode coming October 2020. P.S. If you're interested in reading the Bible lesson mentioned in today's podcast, it can be found in Matthew 15, 21 through 28. Till next time. Hold on to love and keep on the lookout for holy shenanigans. Thank you.